You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It is a special edition, a mini episode of the APC podcast here at AcmePackingCompany.com, part of SB Nation and Vox Talking Packers. All of the time, even on a Tuesday afternoon, April 9th, 2019. At the APC pod on Twitter, at Zach Rapport. Hey, that's me on Twitter. And uh, listen, guys, we will get, we will get, I promise, we will get into the explosive Ty Dunn notebook dump to quote friend of show Peter Bukowski uh, and Aaron Rodgers' subsequent articulate and I would say uh, passionate rebuttal. We will cover all that on a show later this week, I promise, uh, after we get media availability from Rodgers and the players and coaches who all reported this week uh, to kick off the off-season program. But first, we thought, hey, let's have a little fun with the SB Nation NFL mock draft. Mock draft season is upon us. Does it ever really go away? Well, it's in, it's upon us in earnest anyway right now. And to have said fun with us here today is our fearless leader, our corporate overlord, our mock GM for this mini pod. It is Evan Tex Western. Hey, man, how are you? I am doing very well. I'm uh, happy to see players back in town. Happy to see Cole Madison back. That's exciting. That's wonderful news, isn't it? Yeah, that's great. I'm, I'm really happy for him, and hopefully it's a sign of good things to come for him. Um, on and off the field. But uh, yeah, it's just fun to know that the guys are back in the building and we're we're building towards 2019. It was really refreshing um, having players report after that bombshell uh, sort of article came out. Yeah. It was really refreshing to just like just get some pictures of the guys, you know, hanging out, smiling, walking in with their suitcases, working out. It just really is like, ah, this is this is, you know, getting back to like what I like about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. So Tex. Could you tell the listeners a little bit about the mock draft itself that we're going to get into here and sort of what our readers and listeners can expect here over the next few weeks? Yeah, every year the uh, SB Nation NFL team blogs um, get their heads together and uh, we put together a mock draft where every team's blog um, makes the picks for their respective team. So this year with the Packers holding two draft picks at number 12 and number 30 overall in the first round, um, we are in the unusual position of getting to, to select twice for Green Bay, but um, th- this this draft is released piece by piece over the course of a couple of weeks, um, and so our pick, number 12, uh, just came in. That's right. The pick just came in, and um, without further ado, why don't we just get right into it? The pick is in, courtesy of our GM, Tex Western, at number 12. It is Montez Sweat, edge rusher from Mississippi State. Long frame and still growing. He's 22 years old, six foot six, 260 pounds, and um, just really quickly among the players listed as edge defenders, 
uh, at the NFL Combine. He had the fastest, I believe, 40 time, a 36 inch vertical jump, top five in the broad jump, the three cone, the 20 and 60 yard shuttle just outside of the top 10 in bench press. Holy cow there, guy. <laughs> Dex, tell me first what you like about Montez Sweat, the player. Yeah, Sweat's uh, his game is, is I think, going to be a great fit in Green Bay. Um, he, he played in kind of a hybrid 3-4-4-3 scheme in Mississippi State, so he's got experience rushing from uh, both a three-point stance and with his hand off the ground as a linebacker. So, so that, I think, is uh, going to make the transition a little bit easier for him to uh, a team like uh, like the Packers, where they run kind of some some multiple fronts. And, I mean, ultimately, the way I look at this is, and we'll talk about it as we go along about how the board shook out, but you can never have too many pass rushers. And I think the the value of getting one of these premier guys with this unbelievable athletic ability and, and really very, very good production in his two years as a starter in college um, it was just too good to pass up, and and he was one of the the few remaining guys in that top tier at the top of my board, and so it actually made for uh, what what turned out to be a very easy decision for me on this pick. Can you talk a little bit about the fit there with Green Bay specifically, or is it just true that at this point in the draft the players are all so high caliber that you just sort of pick the best one on the board? Yeah, no, I do think uh, Sweat could be a really great fit in this in this defense and um you, you look at the the additions the packers have made in free agency at the edge rusher position um Zedarius smith and preston smith the the two big signings and um one of the things they've talked about with Zedarius is getting him rushing from the interior getting him with a hand in the dirt you know over the guard or something um you know more on the interior of the line and if you're going to do that you need another talented edge rusher on the outside to, to pair opposite Preston Smith. And, um, you know, no, no disrespect to Kyler Fackrell, but sweat certainly brings a physical set of tools that, um, that very few, if any other edge rushers, uh, in the league can match between his size and his speed and, and his uh, agility numbers. So you can definitely imagine getting sweat and both Smiths on the field on third downs. Um, certainly he adds to the depth of that position, which, you know, still behind those two um, new additions is still a little bit questionable. Um, and again, you you just never have enough guys who can get to the quarterback. Yeah, I'm salivating a little thinking about that, and I'm sure that Mike Patton would as well. So let's actually really quickly just run down, because we, we're only at pick 12, so I, I think it's worth going through the other picks that were made uh, leading up to pick number 12, uh, starting with uh, Arizona taking Kyler Murray. San Francisco gets Nick Bosa. The New York Jets get Josh Allen. The Raiders get Quinnen Williams. Tampa Bay takes Ed Oliver. The New York Giants take Devin White. Jacksonville, Dwayne Haskins. Detroit, Brian Burns. Buffalo, TJ Hawkinson. Denver gets Drew Locke. Cincinnati takes Devin Bush. So those names all mean something to listeners who have been following this top tier of, of players here leading up to the draft Tex, were there any sort of surprises to you about how the board fell any names that made it in that uh, you weren't expecting or that uh, weren't called yet um, and did you always have sweat on your radar or did you have to sort of recalibrate after a preferred player went out yeah the the there was really a, a tier of four players that I was really hoping to to land one of at that 12th spot and and sweat was one of those four um, the first one was Ed Oliver from Houston. Um, I love the idea of him coming in and, and 
helping out with Mike Daniels and Kenny Clark on the defensive line. He's got that interior pass rusher build, and I think he's um, he would just be a fantastic addition to this front seven as well. Um, I was a little surprised that he went off the board as early as he did going to Tampa at five. Um, certainly that you know, it'd be interesting to see where he, where he ends up, but he had just an absolutely monstrous pro day workout in Houston about a week or two ago. So that could have him uh, going off the board and, you know, in that top 10, the other two guys that I was really looking at closely and hoping, hoping would fall to 12 would be um, Brian Burns, the other edge rusher out of Florida state. And then TJ Hawkinson, the tight end from Iowa. Um, I think the fit for all four of those, those players, Oliver Burns, Hawkinson and sweat. um, I think they, they would all fit the Packers really well in terms of what they want to do. Um, and I, I was I was sweating it out honestly a little bit, you know, when it got uh, past Buffalo at nine and, and taken. Pun home. intended. Um, I was, yeah, um, I, I was I was really hoping that uh, um, that Sweat was going to fall those next couple picks because if if he had come off the board at ten or eleven, um, that was when I was really going to have to kind of recalibrate myself and start um, reevaluating where I wanted to look. I think probably the other names that that would have been in play had that happened um honestly probably andre dillard the tackle out of washington state um to me he's the best pass protecting player in this entire draft and he's the kind of player that you could plug in there at right tackle on day one um certainly you've got brian balaga there but but we know he's he's usually missing a couple games due to injury and his contract is up at the end of this year so so dillard i think is a ready-made um starting tackle that uh, that you can count on to, to contribute day one. But but really, he was the only other player that I was even considering um, with with Sweat still on the board. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a draft Nick, so I'm going to take your word for all that. But TJ Hawkinson, I mean, my kingdom for a tight end that I can really, really, <laughs> really root for <laughs> as frequent listeners of the show know, that's kind of my it's it's my pet position. I just want a really, really good tight end. And, uh, and I have for a really long time. But Montez Sweat, it is. The Packers are mocked to nab a first-round edge presence. And Tex, given that, what do you think makes sense for the Packers' next pick at 30? Yeah, I think the the way the draft board sets up in, in 30, 44, even 75 when the Packers pick in the third round, um, it sets up really well for them to find uh, other needs at those picks. Um, you could go offensive line here. Um, a Chris Lindstrom out of Boston College. He's a guy who could contribute both at guard and at tackle. Um, Dalton Risner might be available. He's out of Kansas State. Another uh, another tackle guard possibility. Um, certainly the safety and receiver and tight end positions are all very much in play there as well. Um, we've seen a lot of mock drafts recently seeing Noah Fant, the other Iowa tight end, uh, as being available at 30. So that could certainly be a good fit. Um, and then this, this safety class is really exciting. I, I like to see what, um, what they're going to do either with that 30th pick or sometime in day two, because I definitely think that, um, there's some, some really exciting safety prospects, uh, in this year's crop of players. So it, it'll be fun, but I think the, you know, those are the positions to watch definitely, um, you know, through the, the end of the second day of the draft. Tex, I really appreciate you putting on your GM hat here and, and walking us through this. This is going to be uh, posted on the blog, right? There's a companion article that'll go up with it. Yep, we've got it posting shortly, and we'll uh, we'll be joining again with uh, along the the SB Nation uh, mock draft as this continues on through the next uh, couple of weeks here, leading right up to the draft. Awesome. Well, keep it locked in then to AcmePackingCompany.com and SB Nation as we work through the first round 
uh, of of our draft, our our NFL mock draft, having some fun here uh, uh, amid some not so nice topics in Packer land this off season. So uh, Tex, thank you so much for joining us. It was a breath of fresh air and we're looking forward to pick 30. My pleasure. And I uh, look forward to hearing your reactions to all the drama around green Bay. I'm sure you do. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Thanks so much. You bet. And thank you guys for listening. We will be back a little bit later this week. As I teased at the beginning of the show, to talk all things Tyler Dunn, Aaron Rodgers, Jermichael Finley, Craig Jennings, all the stuff we thought we would be talking about this offseason. Here we go again. We'll see you guys in a couple days. Until then, keep it locked in here. Follow us on Twitter, at the APC Pod, and subscribe. Give us a rating on iTunes, and we will check back in with you guys in a couple days. See ya.